doesn't matter if you uh, you can cuss or be myself. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's uh, right. These things don't. These things don't um, have a censored thing or whatever. <laughs> so, but it's gonna be on iTunes the whole. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. So it's just a like a talk about um, art. Every okay. Every once in a while, I kind of look down here just to see the. Oh, it's everywhere in my house. Oh, what what is art? Yeah. And it's on me. Yeah. When did this start for you? Like what? Uh, since I was a kid. I've always loved paintings and pictures and, you know, Frida I went and, and Pablo a, Picasso. I saw Frida uh, art show like in Santa Ana maybe two years ago. Really? really yeah. oh, why didn't you take me? I would have went with you. I, I wish yeah, I would have known. I would have yeah. go. Yeah. I would go Next big time I'll tell you. Yeah. But that's the thing I saw and I used your restroom and there's beautiful art in there. Mm. I mean, you surround yourself in art. Mm -hmm. Constantly. Yeah. I want more. It's not ready. I still need more everywhere. I have two artists that I need more work from um, that I really like. And um, it's Hispanic art. Yeah. And I want to get that more around the yeah. house. Um, this one girl, her name's Melissa. She's mm -hmm. from Wicked Bones Art. Okay. And she was in Barrio Logan this weekend. Yeah. And then also this girl, she does Barrio Love Is. And her name's uh, Amber. And she's Miss spider face till then on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And she does all the oldie low rider, like Vario Love Is, getting tattoos together. Vario Love Is, listening to oldies. Like mm -hmm. she makes her own things. Mm -hmm. Cause you know in the newspapers they have Love Is. Yes, I remember that. Well her, she made her own version which is Vario Love Is. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And then the Wicked Bones art girl, Melissa, she does like Mi Vida Loca, Wednesday Adams. She does a lot of cartoony, okay. big portraits. And I would like both of their work, but they're in Barrio Logan this weekend. And I didn't get to that? go. What is that, Barrio Logan? Barrio Logan, that's in San Diego. Okay. That's under the bridges, yeah. right by the skate park, a Chicano skate park. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, there's Barrio Logan down there, and they have big lowrider shows every weekend. And it's like a big swap meet with the lowrider show. Okay. Plus, you're under the bridge. You can get tacos, go to the swap meet, look at car shows, and go skate. Oh, nice. Hence why I was always in San Diego all the time. Right, right, yeah. How did you find out about so, that? So, um, I found out through their Instagrams. I'd always post them up, and then just following like homeboys and homegirls. Like people are always down there. Mm -hmm. It's like Santa Fe Ring Swap Meet. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always people down there. There's always car shows. Like I'm in the Raza, so mm -hmm. I see what's going on everywhere. I've been to that Swap Meet. I love a few things. I love that one place that has the hot dogs. The you know. Bacon wrapped hot dogs, and then there's a yes. There's an amazing, Those are the best. There's an amazing band that plays there. Like a, everybody's dancing. Mm -hmm. They usually have tribute bands like The Doors, Sublime, okay. um, Led Zeppelin, mm -hmm. and they dress like them too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got actually invited to go to the uh, Santa Fe Spring Swap Meet today, so I might go for a little while. Oh, what, is there anything specific happening today? Uh, oh, on Sundays everybody goes with your kids, families. Um, it's more like families, but they have music, they yeah. have funk, they have oldies. It's more chill. Next band I saw, yeah. Fridays and Saturdays are more like rock more and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and then on Sundays, it's all funk and oldies. I felt like I was in the 70s. Yeah. And all these people were dancing, and it was just really beautiful. They get down. They don't yeah. care, yeah. People are drinking beers. Just they have the best micheladas there. I saw, I mean, everybody had one. Oh, my God. They're the best. <laughs> they're $10, but worth they're it. worth it, yeah. <laughs> They're nice when you're hungover on a Sunday and you're in the swap meet. Yeah. So. Did you ever? Um, I, I mean, I, I know you a little bit from 
when we'd shoot, and you told me that you grew up, not right here, but you grew up in this area, so to speak, mm -hmm. and you skateboarded. Mm -hmm. So, like, where where did that happen, location-wise? Okay, so I started skating in Whittier, through the streets of Whittier, yeah. Uptown Whittier, East Whittier, um, and then also La Habra, because my mom moved from Whittier to La Habra. So I would skate all through the streets of La Habra, and, um, you know, I grew up with the Ray brothers, so yeah. um, I, you know, clung to La Habra a lot, too, because my friends live there. Okay. So I would skate all through the streets, through all through La Habra, La Habra Heights, Bomb Hills, Hills, you know, I know. Real, so I was. Dangerous. That's when I was younger, and I was didn't think about. I had to go to work tomorrow and pay bills. I just was in high school, so yeah. if I break a leg, cool, miss two weeks of school. <laughs> <laughs> and you, um, you took me to. It, it was closed, but it used to be the Hughes Market. Mm -hmm. And you said you used to. That was there. a big skate area. Uh, La Habra. We didn't have a skate park mm -hmm. growing up. All the kids didn't have a skate park, so you go to Hughes. You go to the supermarket, which is now Northgate. Oh, I love Northgate. Yes, yeah. so do I. And it was the side area where the trucks come in and unload and load everything in the in the um, grocery store. Mm -hmm. And that's where everyone would hang out. Oh, that bank? There's like a bank there? Everyone would skate there. Mm -hmm. Or you can just go there and meet and then go skate somewhere else. Okay. Like That was like the skate park. It was like a mecca. Like yeah, a in the 90s. Yeah, okay, the 90s. that's where you would go mm -hmm. and hang out all through that whole shopping center. Mm -hmm. And even if you didn't want to skate that day, you just want to hang out with people, you can just go and hang out, smoke a joint, drink a beer, mm -hmm. you know, it was like the scene of of everything right there. So if like you're in the skateboard almost. punk world, yeah. 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 Okay. And how was how were people dressed? Oh, big baggy jeans or dickies, white t shirts, mm -hmm. you know, pro clubs and vans. A converse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. And and what if any, what music were you listening to? Uh, I was listening to a lot of rock and roll, Led Zeppelin, The Doors, and Black Classic Sabbath. Black Sabbath, yeah. Mm. I was really, in, I love Black Sabbath. That's actually going to be one of my next tattoos. Mm. I want a Black Sabbath tattoo so bad. Do you bad. remember, like, what kind of skateboard or color skateboard you had? Or um, I had blue. Mm -hmm. I had a Santa Cruz board yeah. with this hot, sexy chick on it. Okay. And I really loved it. I was already, like, really, I don't know. Girls thought I was weird because I had like a board with the sexy chick. Mm. And I was always, I guess, about homegirls supporting homegirls. I saw a beautiful woman. I'm like, I want that. Mm -hmm. I want to skate and I want people to see like this hot chick. And back then, if you did that, you're like a lesbian or something. Really? I'm like, I don't, people I thought were it was. Judgmental? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. They're mm -hmm. more, you know, it's not like how it is now back in the 90s, mm -hmm. <laughs> early mm -hmm. 2000s. Mm -hmm. So my first board, yeah, Blue Santa Cruz and then. You know, Dogtown, mm -hmm. Creature, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, I, you know, used to skate at a place called Skatopia. Yeah. And it was just like. like Very jealous. I haven't even. It was so different culture. Didn't even it's have like, a time like then. Lily White Buena Park at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I think, you know, culturally so different than what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like and, and uh, you know, you had to pay to skate. And, which is why I got a job there because I couldn't afford it. Yeah, yeah. it's like vans. And you couldn't openly smoke pot or drink beer there. You know, you had to hide it mm -hmm. because you know you're like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're at business. the skate park. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a different, different thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Whittier, it was more cholo skating, and us just running the streets through here because they didn't have Whittier Skate Park. They did, but they closed it down. They did. They did. 
So you're talking original Whittier Skate Park, the one over there? The yeah, Queen like Krishna Soy and yeah. and Eddie from you know Dagger Skateboards and all the Dagger Radigy, guys. Yeah, yeah Radigi. Uh -huh. They would all do Whittier, and then our generation they closed it down. So we just had to run the streets. That's true. You're right after that. Mm -hmm. Right after that. Yeah. Right. So I'm 35. So I I was right before. It was right after it happened, and mm -hmm. before that, everyone got to skate it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, a thing I really admire about you is you have, and I hope my daughter gets this, and she has some of it, but you know, you have this, like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Yeah, and I, I don't. I think that's really hard to get in this world, because uh, people want you to be kind of, they want you to behave. Mm -hmm. They want you to fit into, like, a little, mm -hmm. you know, mold. Yeah. And you don't, you never... No. Where that way is, which is a great thing no. about you. I mean, do you know, did you have some influence, like a relative or a friend who, or was that just always you? Were you like literally that baby who was? I think I've always been really independent. My mom just brought up a story of me playing in apartments like this. And she said she went downstairs and some girl tried to bully me. And I socked her in her face. And my mom came down and was like, Kristen. And I was like, what? She like. I don't know what it was. Maybe we were fighting over Barbies or we were playing toys. Yeah, yeah. And she was really mean to me. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember she was really mean. And I've always been stand up for myself. So I've always been like that person that like, I don't take shit. So I guess I've been just like a strong individual mm -hmm. and I don't care what anybody thinks mm -hmm. about me. If you have anything to say, come say it to my face. Mm -hmm. We can handle it in the streets or we could talk. I'll be very nice and sweet. But mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I just, I guess I was just born with a Joan Jett fucking attitude. Don't give a fuck. Confidence. Yeah. And then growing up listening to her and Debbie Harry and, you know, a lot of women in punk rock and rock and roll, mm -hmm. I, that influenced me even more. I was like, okay, I'm not the only girl in this world I'm, that's has her own mind and her own opinions and doesn't care. Right. Yeah, right. pretty much. But that's a rare thing. Yeah. I mean, not super rare, but these days, but... I kind of, I think a lot of people mm. just kind of fall in line and mm. do what everybody else does. Yeah, no, I just know. always done my own thing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you and I have done some skateboard pictures together, and, yeah. and I know that you have um, experienced some of the skateboard industry. You know, so you go from like Whittier riding with your friends to like where there's these people that maybe they're skateboard legends or they're or they work for a company that makes wheels or they whatever. Mm -hmm. I know you've been around that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, is there, are they for real? Are they phony? Are they both? Uh, skateboarding? Uh, skateboarding I'm, industry, you know, or? or yeah, they're, they're both. I think they can be nice and be sweet and tell you what you want to hear. But do they really give a fuck? Sometimes no. Mm -hmm. So I just take it take I guess my hood mentality I already have a wallet meeting people and I already grew up hard so I I don't take things personal and mm -hmm. you know when people give me compliments I'm like thank you I'm very humble but also you know maybe they're just saying that because they have to say that you know oh, okay so but yeah I mean I think I think it's it's fake and it's real there, there's half and half mm -hmm. I've met a lot of real motherfuckers that are badass that are down for their shit. And then I've also met some people in the skate industry where I'm just like, yeah, they're kind of fake people. So. Right. Can you name yeah. one of the ones that was real? Jay Adams. One of the realest motherfuckers I ever met. See, and I didn't, you know, 
I think Jams might have put a like on one of your photos that I shot, and I know he did. Might have been. I know for sure it was one of yours. Mm-hmm. And I'd never met the guy, you know. I was like, wow, Jay Adams liked yeah. the photo that I made. It's know? because of you. No. Thank you it's for you. shooting me that he saw my pictures okay. and he started talking to me. And we'd go skate and hang out. And I'd always take him to eat tacos and take him to Taco de Anda. And he's, he loved it. And we'd go thrift shopping after and go to thrift stores. And he was the real person. And there's times where he'd pick me up and say, let's go skate. And he'd have his sandals and his board charts on. And I'm like, where's your board? He's like, I'm not skating today. You're just going to skate. I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> he so just he wanted just, to hang out and be like my own boy. Parks? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes we'd just drive around and skate around. You know, we just, mm-hmm. we wouldn't go to a skate park. It's a funny story. I brought him to La Habra Skate Park one time. Yeah. And I'm there for maybe about 10 minutes and mm-hmm. my friends see me. And they go, is that Jay Adams? I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, that's my homeboy over there. <laughs> And a big crowd of people come to him, and I'm on the other side of the skate park looking at him. I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay. And you know what, how humble he was? He signed everything that anybody wanted him to sign, from a T-shirt to a board. This girl got on the phone with her dad and said, my dad wants to talk to you. He talked to the girl's dad on a phone. Gracious. Yeah, and then still let me skate for like another hour. And then he's like, all right, let's go home. I was just like... I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, I'm used to it. Don't worry about it. And that's that humble shit, that stuff that I'm telling you that are real. Like, I'm sure if I would have brought someone in the industry, they probably would have made me leave or, you know, say, let's go after and been pissed. Like, he wasn't like that at all. He was a real deal. Yeah. And he's still, to to this day, um, I felt like he was one of my best friends. I told him a lot, and he told me a lot, and we connected a lot. I think us growing up, how we grew up, and him seeing where I grew up and just, you know, we had that, that, that bond or whatever, friendship, like a homeboy friendship, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Mm. Yeah, I miss him. May he rest in peace. I miss him. I've actually had a dream about him after he died. Mm. And they say when you do that, that they come, to, they come to you and kind of say goodbye. It's a visit, right? Yeah. I had a dream about him. Yeah, it was weird. Why do you think you... Um ran into him like why do you think he came into your life uh, I think for skateboarding mm-hmm. he really liked my style he told me from the get-go I love your style you have sick style homegirl he already knew my my background just looking probably at me he already knew I was mm-hmm. about the business you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about that life so he was already like you know I love your style we should skate let's hang out and go go rip I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm down. So I was very, very humble. And being around him, he doesn't feel like a legend. He just feels like a normal, like, he's just like a normal person. Just like anybody hangs out with anybody. Mm. He has that, he doesn't have an ego. I guess that's the word. Mm-hmm. It's like chilling with one of my homeboys, drinking a 40, but instead we're going, we're going skating. Wow. <laughs> you, cool. you know what I mean? Uh, no, he doesn't have, he doesn't have that. Because uh, he was such a like a high-level, mm-hmm. important thing, you know, in skateboarding. Mm-hmm. All the people that got the got the fame, they all sort of pointed him like, no, he's the real deal. Yeah. yeah. He's a real, mm-hmm. and he's a good person, and he's a good friend, and I miss him. Mm. I miss him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. When was that about? We were hanging out in uh, 2013, 2012, the beginning of 2014, and then, you know, he passed. Yeah. 
I talked to him probably like three to six months before he died. Mm. And uh, I took pictures and you know what? My phone broke and I had to get a new phone and uh, I had pictures him. with them and skating. Yeah, and I don't, mm. yeah, I lost him. Mm. Sucks. But you know what? I don't need that. I mean, I would need it to have around the house. But I mean, I have it in my head. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, you know, I don't need it, need it, you know, but right. it would have been nice. Is there funny ones of him going and making these crazy faces and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> what you said about him, I've heard from more than more than more other people that that they just had just kind of did normal shit with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was cool. Like when people are smoking weed at the skate park, it was like I'm like, oh, let's move over here. He's like, no, I'm fine. He's like. That shit ain't nothing. Like, I'm good. <laughs> so he was down with partying? He was down if people, I mean, he didn't care if people were smoking weed, yeah. you know, around him or drinking beer, but, you know, that's all they, they, do, they did at La Habra anyways. So yeah. I'm sure if it was more than that, he probably would have fucking left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then I remember you, you contacted me when you were helping out at a, uh, what is the thing where they give the awards to the um, skateboarders? Skateboarder like, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I didn't. I didn't go to that. I don't think I've ever been to one of those things. What was that like? That was really cool. That was cool. Like, what that was, was your job there? I felt like high. It was cool, like high on life and weird shit. Um, it was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, first off, everyone's like formal attire that has okay. to work there. But um, first off, uh, you had to send in a skate video. Okay. Every woman around the world, all over um, the United States, had to send in a skate video of themselves and talk about themselves and say why they wanted to do this mm -hmm. and how skateboarding influenced you. Right. Because they wanted trophy girls that were real skateboarders. Okay, right. So I got together with my filmer from Unmodern Skate Shop. Who's and, that? Um, um, God, I don't know his real name, but I know, we, we always call him Potato. Okay. And he's been skating for Unmodern. He was, I, I skated for Unmodern at the time, the skate shop. And he's the filmer there. Okay. And I told him, I showed him the flyer. And he goes, you should do it. You should, everyone was like, you should really do it. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm not famous. I'm just this homegirl at skates. And they're like, that's what they want. You know, uh -huh. be yourself. Let's film you. So I'm like, all right, let's go to Avocado Heights Skate yeah. Park in Whittier. Yeah. I love that place. I drank a michelada. You could drink a michelada. You could smoke a joint there. You could be okay. Yeah. Because when I'm filming and taking pictures, you know, I get kind of nervous. So mm -hmm. I like to just be free, not think about the camera. So I drank a beer and we went and we filmed and I turned it in and they picked me and they called me and said, you know, you're, you're going to be one of the trophy girls for the Skateboard Hall of Fame. And I was like, okay. I get off the phone, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I never thought they would pick me, this little ghetto chick from Whittier, like, Why not? mom of three, like, because I'm not all fucking pro skater, you know me. I'm, I'm just me, I'm just Kristen, you know? I know. I thought they would pick some famous chicks, you know? Mm -hmm. But, so yeah, they liked my video. I put my kids in the video. Cool. Um, and I picked a really cool song. I fell in love with a girl. Na, 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 na. I forgot the fuck the, how it went. It was by uh, the White Stripes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah. yeah. 
I thought that was cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then they picked me, and then they told us, oh, formal attire. I go, fuck, I'm going to go down to L.A. I'm going to go to a quinceanera store. Yeah. So I went and got the mermaid quinceanera, like, mermaid dress, Killer. all black, and did my hair and makeup. Which and quinceanera store did you go to? Like, what city? It was on Baldwin Park. Okay. So when you go down to L.A., you just take Whittier Boulevard yeah. all the way down. Yeah. So you're going to pass Pico. You're going to pass Norwalk. You're going to pass um, Bell. You're going to, you know, this is... It's just like if you were to go to East LA Skate yeah. Park and just take Whittier. Okay. And you're going to hit Baldwin Park and they're all to the left. There's like hundreds of Quinceanera oh, stores. Yeah. Big rule. And like, yeah, like, in, and like if you're Catholic, you know, the kids' dresses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and so I went there and I, I got my little mermaid black Morticia dress. Right. And rocked that and came and everyone was like, whoa. Did you get some pictures for that? Yes. That's cool. I have pictures on my Instagram. I actually need to fucking go turn my ca my camera and my phone in and get pictures developed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I went and did that with two other, there's two other trophy girls. Who was it? And remember? me, um, Pam. Oh yeah, Pammy, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. and um, what the hell is her name? Folsom. Oh, Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, they have a vert yeah. north. Yeah, yeah. Her and Roger. She's really rad. Uh -huh. I love her. She's really quiet. I clicked with her a lot. Just because we we're both moms and we we're like, what are we doing here? We're just chicks at skate. Like both of us were like, this is fucking crazy. Like, what was the venue? Where was it at? Um, it was in Anaheim. Okay. And it was at a hotel, and I forgot what the hell it was called. But it, the skateboarding hall of fame's there every year now. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's literally across the street from like Bubba Gum Shrimp. Oh, right there. Like that. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I'm we all, went there. Exactly yeah, it was. Grove or something. Or something. Yeah, I know. I know where and my job, we all had jobs. We all had to set the tables when we first got there. And then after that, all the David Hackett was in charge. Okay. And he told us all what to do. And my job was to be the girl at the door and to ask everybody what they want to eat when they walk in. Oh, okay. So when you walk in, I had like a paper and pen. And like, you know, there's a huge line. So everyone had to see me <laughs> to go if, in. If they want to eat. Yes. Well, just to everyone, even if you snuck in and you got in, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. I didn't know I was going to sign up for this. You, you saw everybody. So, uh, I had to look shot. everybody in the eye ask, yeah. and talk to them. And even when I kind of got fanned out by a couple of people, I was just like... Like, like who? Steve Caballero. Steve? Yeah. <laughs> You saw uh, him in videos and I saw him and his wife, yeah, and they came and it's like, like what? I was all embarrassing. I had to ask him what to eat. Like God. <laughs> so you got you got yeah, but you got three items: chicken, beef, or fish. Yeah. Uh, I think he said he wanted one chicken, one fish. And then Christian Asoy comes up after. Yeah. And he orders like 20 plates of food. Really? He's with a bunch of people? Yeah. <laughs> I was all, hold on, wait, what? How many this? That? <laughs> I was shit, if I was him too, I would order. I'd be like, I want one for me and another one too. I, you might as well, it's free. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was Steve. I was like, oh. Yeah. But everybody else I was okay with. Right. Yeah. And I had a couple people like sneak in. I let them sneak in. That's cool. You know me, I'm punk rock, and I'm, I'm all about. You know, people don't have money to pay for that shit to get in. Right. I don't think you should have to pay 
to go to the Skateboard Hall of Fame. Right. I don't think that that's what it's all about. I know they want the money for the venue and to put together everything, and I know it costs money. Yeah. yeah, the fucking silverware and the dishes and renting out the place and the um, hotel and, yeah. you know, it comes with a nice bar. And I understand that, but, like, I think skateboarders should be let in free. Right. It's not about that. It's about skateboarding. Right. right. So, yeah. Maybe yeah. someday they'll find a way to sponsor that to where they charge you like a hundred dollars a ticket right i heard it's expensive i got in free right but i haven't been ever since mm -hmm. because i i don't believe i should pay to skate mm -hmm. that's why i don't go to lake forest skate park yeah i don't charge you now Over yeah oh, okay. i don't go to i used to not go to vans but now i guess it's free. free yeah right. i don't do that i don't and plus i'm a single mother of three kids and I, I know there's other moms out there, you're young, old, yeah. and it's hard for us, we're struggling every day to put food on the plate and pay rent. How do you expect me to pay for three kids to get into a skate park? I barely got enough money to buy them all boards and a helmet. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I'm, expensive right there. I think, yeah, that yeah. You, should, you should skate for free. So. Right. All your kids skate? Yeah. Even my daughter. She got her first board and she was two. How old is she now? She's going to be four in oh October. Yeah. Time has flown. Yeah. Time's flown by. And she's going to uh, be starting preschool in like two weeks. Whoa. I know. How do you feel about that? I'm fucking ready. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm done. I'm old now. I'm 35. I don't want to have no more kids. I want to travel. Yeah. Be free. Be happy. Really I mean, well. I'm a free spirit, but I meant just I don't want to be at home raising babies anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I got three and, and I'm, I'm happy with that. Right. Your yeah. kids look so well-behaved and happy. And, yeah. You know, I mean, people that don't know you don't, they might not know how fierce of a mom you are. Mm -hmm. but I always got the feeling that that was a huge priority for you. Yeah. Being a mom is the best thing that I want to be in my life over skateboarding and, and um, me trying to be a better person. It's everything surrounded for my kids, mm -hmm. and it's all about my kids, so... They're my number one. Yeah, I can mm -hmm. always tell that about you. And I'm a mama bear. I'm the mom that's out there skating. If they fall down, I don't run to you. I don't, I'm like, they get up and, you know, I'm pretty much, I'm just hovering. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously if there's blood squirting, I'm running over there, but I'm still like, <laughs> look at me. Like my oldest son split his chin. Oh, yeah. I said, look at me, calm down. You're going to be okay. Like, you know, if they're conscious and they're talking, we're going to be okay. Let's go to the hospital. I try to be like, you know, very like um, soft, but hard at the same time. Okay. Like, calm down, you're all right, look at me, stop. You know, and then and it kind of snaps them out of their little it's shock. total parenting. Like yeah, I'm really old school. Yeah. Yeah, I let them learn. Mm -hmm. I'll warn you once, and then if you do it, then you learn your lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much. Is that how you were kind of raised? Yeah, very. Okay. Yeah, I was raised very old school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, back then they, they were... Whack you in the face in public. Now I now you can't do that, and I understand why. But I mean, back in the '80s, yeah. if you didn't listen, you got one. You didn't even get a warning sometimes. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you uh, didn't. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm like that, but I just don't can't whack them in the public. So, but I don't ever have to really spank my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, my daughter here and there, but I mean, they all are scared of me you they are so you have they you have get, they have the fear right i could stand up and the 
and that's all it takes. Even your oldest is still, does he still have it? What? The fear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Because I think you might, that maybe it's something you lose at some point as they become adults. I think it's every Mexican son has the fear of their mom. <laughs> You don't oh, know I what know we're going to throw at you. I might throw my chancla at you. I might it's get not, the bell. It's the shoe. It's not the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has that. And he, they're very respectful. Yeah. And then they're very, um, they're grown with respect. Something in our culture that we have a lot. And mm -hmm. respecting people and your mother is right. number elders. one. Yeah. Your elders. Yeah. 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 So like if you were to meet Gavin right now or any one of my boys, they'll shake your hand and look you in the eye. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. No, I always got that from them. They're always very, um, you know, with it. Mm -hmm. always very with it. I am raising them old school way because I feel that, you know, that's the way I was raised, and I feel that that's, that, that generation's gone. Mm. I don't feel like a lot of kids have respect and are raised that way anymore, and I feel like... You know, that's the mom's deal, and that's whatever. But for me, I'm going to keep it real, and I'm going to keep it with respect. And I think it makes kids feel safe when their moms have given them structure. And mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. Structure. Like, you, a lot of parents want to be their kid's best friend, you know? No, I you have to get, me, get the medium, be the friend and the authority. The and authority, I'm a single yeah. mom, so I have to be a father and a mother. Yeah. And I'm not the only one in this world. There's Tupac's mom that had to be a father and a mother. Mm. There's all these strong women around the world that had to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. Right. So I have to be both, and it's hard sometimes. There's why, sometimes. Why is it hard? There's sometimes where I have to just go in the shower and cry sometimes because it's hard. Um, you know, just. The stress? Yeah. The stress. Yeah. You know, when, when they're beating the shit out of each other and, I, and I'm breaking them up. And they really sit, they, yeah, and they really seriously hurt each other. And yeah. I'm thinking, oh, man, what the fuck am I going to do in, like, five years when they're fucking 18 and, and 14, right. you know? So just things like that kind of scare me and, and get me kind of sad sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just going to get the hose. Right, I was going to say, just make sure they're scared <laughs> shitless of you. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's hard, but, you know. It's worth it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. the greatest time of your life. They're my road dogs. They go with me everywhere. They have my back. Mm -hmm. uh, if I ask them to do anything, they will do it without question and not complain. Mm -hmm. right. Kids come over and see, and I'm like, go take out the trash. Gavin gets up, go to it. And um, when we go to, like, people's house, everyone's like, you know, yeah. and, Mom, why? Why do I have to? No, my kids don't do that. Right. Mm -mm. They do what I say and they listen. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, they're great, huh? Yeah. yeah. They're, I'm, I'm very proud of them. Yeah. They make me a better person. There's times where I don't want to get out of bed. I'm going through shit. You know, we all go through shit. Mm -hmm. And I roll over and that's my purpose right there. I know why God made me a mother. When you become a parent, you, mm -hmm. you lose that right. To mm -hmm. just, just, yeah, to just lay in bed all day. Yeah, no. 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 That's one thing that changes for good. Yeah. <laughs> I think but that's it's a good thing, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the best thing that's ever happened to me having children. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I did, did decide to leave both of their dads because Scarlett has her own dad and the boys have their own dad. Yeah. And I did decide to leave and I knew what I was getting myself into. So knowing that you're leaving somebody and you're going to raise children on your own is just hard in general. Yes. 
So you got to be one tough bitch. You have to. I mean, you, because I have two kids and you have three. And when I had one kid and then I had a second kid, I thought, well, this will be twice as hard. No, it was 10 times harder. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine three. Mm-hmm. That's just got to be. I have one in junior high, one in fourth grade, and a toddler. I wait four or five years and then I get pregnant, seems like. And so, you know, I drive to junior high in the morning, zero period guitar. Yes. Zero period. Then I, yeah, okay. guitar wakes right up to it. Right. And then, then you got fourth grade and then you got her. You know, wow. and she stays home with me. So, yeah. Like Soon I, she's going to be in kindergarten? Yeah, next year. Okay. Yeah. So and this year I'm putting... Two in the same school. Yeah. I'll have two in the same school yeah. and then one in junior high. Yeah. Right. What a trip. So you got to have a lot of energy in the morning. Got to make lunches, make breakfast, get yeah. everybody ready. Let's you go. Do, you do your lunch in the morning or in the... In the morning. You know, I did. I fell skateboarding a couple weeks ago and screwed my back up. So I had my kids make their own lunch Uh Maybe twice, you know? Mm-hmm. Something you might want to think about. When they get in the junior high, like if they can operate this six to $800 cell phone, they can make a fucking right? thing about Joe's sandwich. Well, right? I'm ghetto as fuck. My oldest son only has a phone, and he has a Metro. Okay. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> We're both on Metro plan. I yeah. have two Metro phones, mine and his, and I only pay $80 a month. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but he only got that phone because he listens and does his chores, and he has good grades. That's his reward. Yeah. He yeah. just got a phone. Good for him. Because I didn't even get a pager till I was like 16. I remember pagers. Yeah, I had a pager in 99. That was my first thing. And I only got it because my mom was worried about me because I was running the streets and not coming home. Did you ever listen to her when, when she paged you? Yeah. You did? But sometimes I didn't have money for the money to call her back on a payphone. <laughs> I'd ask my friends, I need a quarter. I got to call my mom back. Fuck that. You don't need to call your mom. Right. Let's party. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to be more in trouble. <laughs> but it was cool. I had a burgundy, the big burgundy one. Was, I uh, miss it. I wish I still had it. That's cool. Yeah. Pagers were kind of cool. Like, yeah. What do you think about that? Like, like, because you, cause you were alive at the time. I mean, don't you think phones are kind of a responsibility? Meaning yeah. they, they kind of suck your attention mm-hmm. and energy. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just at a fucking moment of clarity yesterday, last night, actually, since you brought that up. I was sitting at the bar with my girlfriend and she went to go get us drinks. And I was just looking at the TVs and I look around the bar, everybody's on their phone. Like nobody is talking to anybody, like being at a bar, being at a function. There is a a rock band, you know, people entertaining you, playing music. And people, half the people there are sitting on their phones and I'm like- They're like this. Okay, and I understand if it was an if it was an emergency or some shit, yeah. you know, maybe. But those people didn't jump up and act like an emergency. Yeah. And I, I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I'm not like that because I try not to be on my phone. I only be on my phone when I'm home alone or um, late at night. Yeah. Downtime. Uh huh. Or if I can't sleep and it's um, like YouTube, okay. your podcasts, mm-hmm. stuff like that, videos, movies. Yeah. So I try not to be on my phone a lot because right. I just don't want to be in that generation where you have to depend on when I didn't have to. So, right. you know, right. but I, it's, it was crazy just seeing everybody on the phone. Like nobody's interacting. Like, how am I going to meet anybody in this life? Nobody even wants to talk to you. Yes. I'm about meeting somebody real. Yeah. I'm not about dating apps and all that shit. <laughs> For one. Tinder and all that. Yeah, well, for one, I hear they don't even look like yourself when you not. meet them. Who's going to put their real picture up there? Me? <laughs> With my double chin on my couch eating food, eating pizza or tacos? <laughs> I'd be like, this is me. 
<laughs> but no, yeah, I don't. I was like, man, you go out, you can't even meet anybody. Everyone's on their phone. But it does fuck up their social mm-hmm. skills, right? It does. Because, like, you see, I mean, I don't care who it is. You could go to a doctor's office. You could go to the airport, anywhere. And, and people and are be, on their fucking yeah, phone. It could be a 60-year-old person. It could so be a annoying. person. They just fucking, like, right? Yeah. I try not to be on my phone ever, like, only when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. what I try to do. You know, so one, one Valentine's Day, I got to shoot a picture with you, and you um, took me to Puffy Topper. Yes. And so um, what's, uh, what are other good, I always like to talk to people about, like, food, you know, like, Amajay, she knows some good Filipino joints, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so since you're from Whittier, like, what are some mm-hmm. good taco joints around here? You know? 